Welcome to the Tenant Law Podcast, where we talk about new, interesting, and or important legal cases affecting New York City tenants. This weekly pod will be about 10 minutes long. First, we give you some background so you have the context you need to understand the case that we're discussing. Then we talk about the case itself. And finally, we explain why the case is important and give you our tenant takeaway. I am Michelle Itkowitz, and today's case is Estrada versus Tower 3 LLC, a fairly recent civil court decision. So let's start with context. If you're one of the 1 million rent-stabilized tenants out there in New York City, you have two forums to go to when you have complaints about your tenancy or the condition of your apartment. So one is the New York State Division of Housing and Community Renewal, the DHCR. That's a state agency that has auspices over all things rent stabilization, and you can bring a complaint against your landlord there. You'll hear me mention the DHCR frequently on this podcast. The other place tenants can go with housing complaints, and this is for all tenants, not just rent stabilized tenants, is the New York City Civil Court housing parts, the HP part. So there's an entire section of the New York City Civil Court set up to exclusively handle tenant complaints against their landlords. In either case, an inspector will be sent out. DHCR sends out a DHCR inspector, and the court will dispatch an inspector from the New York City Department of Housing Preservation and Development, HPD. So just keep in mind, whenever you bring a case against your landlord, an inspector is going to be sent out and make sure that you're home to meet the inspector because the inspector is the eyes and ears of the decision maker, of the judge. And finally, for context, tenant harassment can take many forms. So in the New York City Housing Maintenance Code, it lists many forms of activity that are considered tenant harassment. Some are very extreme and obvious, like the landlord can't take the door off the front of your apartment, but some are more subtle. For instance, the landlord isn't allowed to call you at work. But one of the things that we see most often underpinning harassment allegations is the consistent failure of landlord to do repairs. And that is the type of harassment that today's case involves. So let's get to our case. Okay, in today's case, Estrada versus Tower 3 LLC, the tenant brought a harassment case against the landlord at DHCR. And then the tenant lost the case at DHCR. The harassment case was dismissed. And it's not really clear why. All we know from the case that we're reading today is that the earlier DHCR harassment case against landlord was completely dismissed. So then the tenant alleges that once the landlord saw that the DHCR case was gone, it really started to ignore her repair requests. It's almost as if the landlord was emboldened by winning the case at DHCR. That's the nature of her allegations. So the tenant brings a second harassment case against the landlord in the New York City Civil Court, and that's the case we're discussing today. So the landlord says, wait a minute here, tenant can't bring another harassment case in the court after losing the harassment case at DHCR. It's, and it is generally a thing in the law. It's called collateral estoppel or issue preclusion. You don't get a do-over. You don't have the right to bring a case 
in one forum and lose it and then try bringing it in a whole other forum, hoping that you'll get a different result. The second court has to honor what the first court did. But here, in this case, the court sided with the tenant and ruled against the landlord. Tenant may have brought a second harassment case, but she wasn't bringing it on the same facts. She was bringing the new harassment case on stuff that happened after the DHCR harassment case was dismissed, new things that came up after. So the rule isn't that you can't bring two harassment cases in succession. It's that you can't bring two cases based on exactly the same facts. Although even that may depend. I once had a case where a tenant before they got to me had brought an HP case and had brought a DHCR case, two cases going on at once. And then they brought me in and the landlord came in and said, tried to get rid of the DHCR case and say, hey, no DHCR case. There's already a case on this topic in the civil court. But DHCR said, because the inspectors had gone out and found different problems. The DHCR inspector found one set of problems and the HP inspector, the HPD inspector found another set of problems that they were actually different cases going on at the same time. So this, this raises a bunch of, of very important tenant takeaways, but before we do the tenant takeaways, quick housekeeping. Okay. So this is not legal advice and I am not your lawyer. But because I am a lawyer, this might be considered legal advertising. If it is legal advertising, let me tell you, it's terrible because I'm asking you not to contact me. This pod is not a commercial for me or for my law firm. It's simply the podcast that I always wanted to make. None of this is an answer to your specific legal problems. And if the pod does its job, it will help you ask the right questions. So speaking of questions, email us with your questions. I might be answering listener questions here on the pod, not announcing your name, but I'd love to say what New York City neighborhood you're from. And if you like our work here, please buy us a coffee on Buy Me a Coffee, link in the show notes, and don't be stingy with those stars. Okay, it's time for the tenant takeaway. Tenant takeaway time. First, I want to emphasize that any tenant, rent-stabilized or not rent-stabilized, always has the right to bring a case against their landlord for failure to do repairs or for harassment in the New York City Civil Court HP part. That's something anybody can do. Now, for our rent-stabilized friends who have the option of also proceeding on those same claims at DHCR, so whenever you have a choice in life, along with the choice comes the stress of decision-making. So here are some takeaways that might help. If you're working with a private lawyer, here, here's what you should ask the lawyer. Ask the lawyer, how much will each proceeding cost? And ask the lawyer, how long will each proceeding take? Also discuss with your lawyer the fact that there are different consequences if you win your case for against the landlord in DHCR versus in the HP part of the housing court. They're both operating on different set of rules and there's different consequences for landlord. So if you have a lawyer, discuss that with them also. Also keep in mind, if you go to court, court takes a little more time because you have to go in person. So maybe some more days off from work. DHCR is generally done 
on paper. So these are all the things to discuss with whoever you're working with. If you're someone who qualifies for legal aid, then you're all set because your legal aid lawyer will know the appropriate place to bring your claim in. What I want you to do is thank your legal aid lawyer because you're very lucky to have them. These are the best people in the city on the issues of housing and they've dedicated their lives to this work. Another option you have, if you'd like either, if you're not working with a lawyer or you would just like to know more about this is you can always take a class on the tenant learning platform. I contributed to a class there called how to get repairs and paint jobs in your New York city apartment. It's much more in depth than this podcast and it comes with a book and it's currently free. So I will put all those links in the show notes. Remember New York city, the law belongs to you, but your ownership of the law is only as great as your understanding of the law. So let's learn to live better. I am Michelle Itkowitz, and this is the Tenant Law Podcast.